guys, we are back with just another episode. I want to say a special episode this week of Just Context. Um, we have some special things we're going to talk about today. Episode three, Janelle. I guess we guess we're going to put we're going to talk about a little bit about what we saw from I say the medical staff or physicians around the world. I want to bring some of that in in context. Um, but while we go down the list, Janelle, I will let you start because I guess you've I know you've watched pieces of this interview, so have I. But there's things that actually stand out to me that's blew my mind. So I'll let you go first. Well, um, all right. So we're talking about the video this week that um, was circulated and was taken down um, by Facebook, by um, the hosting site. The web the, the website of the video was actually on. The hosting site took down their website. Um I think Twitter, YouTube, a bunch of websites were taking this video down. Um, <clears throat> I think that so many people um, started sharing this video and almost within, um, you know, hours, it started being scrubbed from all the websites. Um, so the huge thing, what's this doctor's name again? Stella something, Stella Emmanuel. Um, she was the one that got the most notoriety from this video because of her other beliefs. She, <laughs> she's a, a proclaimed doctor. Um, I haven't done my actual research on it, but I've seen people say that they did research and she's actually a doctor, which is, wow, surprising to me. Um, I was actually surprised at all of the doctors in that video. Um, and there were a couple that I did look up and they were actually doctors, but Stella Emanuel was interesting to me. Um, because like I said, she had some views that, um, you know, aren't mainstream, we'll call it. <laughs> mm. Um, and on top of her views, she said a lot in the video that was questionable was false was i mean it's a combination some were questionable some were false um and essentially the video was made by these doctors who got together and formed this organization seemingly overnight um the website popped up a couple weeks before the video launched and they apparently had some kind of summit where they were all talking about the benefits of the quote-unquote cure that is uh, HCQ. So I don't really know how to actually say that word. So we're just going to call it HCQ. Hydroxyl. Mm. <laughs> um, so apparently they're toting it as a cure, which is, I mean, I, I was just really surprised at all of them for what they were saying because doctors, actual doctors are saying things that have literally, quite literally gone against what science stands for. Um, you know, science isn't just I said something and somebody else said something, so it must be true, right? Uh, I think we've kind of debunked that at this point, you know, when half the world used to think that it was flat just because people said it was, right? Hey, they're still finding that cause, Janelle. I'm not sure. 
<laughs> people still believe the earth is flat, but I'll let you continue. You know, again, because people said so, right? So, you know, you have a bunch of doctors and they're in their white coats and they're um, spewing their thoughts about how HCQ is the cure. It's the cure that, you know, the days of the world don't want us to have, basically. Um, we don't need to take caution. We don't need to wear masks. We don't need to, um, you know, be scared of coronavirus because HCQ is a cure. That's what they were saying. Um, I was just so beyond annoyed with everybody that kept um, sharing this video because not only does it have so many falsities, I mean, things that are actually proven, scientifically proven over the past few months. Um, granted, you know, science changes overnight. Science evolves, yeah. yes, right? So, you know, in the beginning, a lot of people were saying, like, screw the masks. We don't need the masks. Eventually, uh -huh. had enough information for them to say, hey, guys, we were actually wrong about that, right? Um, you know, it does actually help to wear masks. Um, but I feel like at this point, you're in a situation where people are just saying things and everyone in the world is desperate to hear that there's a cure. So they're taking it and running with it. Um, you can't just say that there's a cure because you said so. That like that's not how. That's not how it works. I mean, in any form or shape. I mean, yeah, it's just beyond me at this point. How, um, you know, the whole world just started running with this video of doctors saying things that were completely against what had already come out, including studies. I mean. The World Health Organization actually did a study back in April, May, you know, when Trump was saying HCQ is the way to go. They did their own study and they went through trials. They decided that the trials weren't fruitful. They decided that HCQ was not actually helping any more than the average regimen that they would give to patients. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so they stopped. They stopped the trials because they said, okay, we can we need to focus on things that are actually um, you know, helpful. So the World Health Organization wasn't the only one that did their trials. Um, there were other organizations across the world that did trials and they came to the same conclusion, the majority of them, right? So now you have doctors who are going back on that and saying, No, no, this is the magical cure. Um, you know, this is saving people. Now, Dr. Stella Emanuel, um, she decided that the cure works because she gave the pill to 350 patients and they all lived. They all survived. Right. So I've been actually having this conversation with a few people over the past couple of days since the video came out. And here's the thing. You can't say that 350 people survived because of this drug. Even if you gave this drug to 350 people and those 350 people survived, the only thing that you actually know from doing that is that you gave them the drug and they survived. When you have a virus who, I mean, who? <laughs> when you have a virus that, um, kills some people and doesn't kill some people and the vast majority are actually 
you know, surviving the virus can't definitively tell me that it was the drug because you don't know because you didn't do any trials. It's like giving somebody sugar cubes and saying, I gave you sugar cubes and I gave you antibiotics and I gave you steroids and I gave you this and I gave you that. And it was definitely the sugar sugar cube. That's what it was that, you know, without a doubt, the sugar cube saved you. I I just, it's beyond me how doctors have decided to run behind this, you know, this magical cure when there's no actual proof behind it. It doesn't make any sense. Not only is there no proof that it actually works, but we don't have any studies to tell us what happens after you take this drug combined with this specific, right? Correct. Because the, the medication is is used for different things. Um, I think they said lupus is something that it treats. There, there's other, th- oh, malaria is one of them. There's other diseases and other illnesses that are treated with this specific medication. But we don't know how it interacts with this specific virus long term. Long term, we don't even know much about the virus to begin with because the virus itself has long term effects that people aren't you know, widely unaware of, I would say. I think that's correct. just imagine that it's a matter of the virus either kills you or you survive. I think, I think that's the end of it for some people, but that's not really the case. There's also a, a question of quality of life after this. Once you come out of the hospital, some people are actually experiencing, you know, lung um, damage, uh, kidney damage. They have to be on dialysis after this. I mean, we've seen... Uh, people come out of the hospital and had to be amputated because the virus causes so many clots that there's it's blocking blood flow. There's so many things that we don't know is coming from, I mean, strokes, heart attacks, like heart failure. There's so much that we don't know about this virus itself and what it does to us long term. And now you want to go and add a drug that hasn't been tested for the specific virus um, to the full extent, because like I said, they stopped the trials. Um, so we don't know what the long-term effects of this drug mixed with this, um, virus and its after effects will be. But now you're telling everybody who is desperate because they want to survive once they get it, that this is the magical cure. So essentially what happened when Trump said it back in April or May is that people are going to start running around and trying to get this medication and end up killing themselves because they're taking things unmedicated, right? Because doctors are not allowed to prescribe things unless it's science, it's based in science, unless it's scientifically proven to actually help. So, you know, I, I don't know what kind of doctor she's claiming she is, um, or any of them really by saying that they've been prescribing this medication that, you know, is not sanctioned and is not approved um, by the FDA or any other organization at this point to um, treat this this illness. Um, but they're not supposed to be doing that. So it's just wild to me at this point that, you know, people are running with it. And I mean, I had somebody tell me recently that, um, you know, their parents passed away from it and they wish this they would have given their parents this drug. And it's like, you you have no idea whether this drug would have worked. Like, I don't it, it's just it's just baffling to me at this point, the things that people are willing to believe. But then it goes a step further. So tell us about Miss Stella Emanuel and what she believes. Miss hmm. uh, Stella. Oh, my Lord. She's blew my mind for the 
But a couple of things she says. Um, well, I mean, I know you know why you get to pull some stuff up. I'm, I, I, I can't say this. I'm, I'm big in, I'm, I'm big in aliens and stuff like of that nature. So I'm not saying aliens is not real. I do believe aliens are real. But right. it's, it, no, but you know, hold on. It's crazy how the Pentagon right before this. I, I want to make sure it's last week came out and said that they they would like to confirm that aliens are real. Oh, no, the whole, it's been months that they've it's been months. Yeah, okay, they, well, yeah. Probably back in March or February or something, but people weren't paying attention because of COVID. Because of COVID. Okay. Cause from, from the information I got, you know, you know how, how to, what they call the information when it goes to one person, the telephone game, oh. it gets a little bit distorted <laughs> as information travels. And I was like, it's really, and I'm looking at this. I was like, we spent a pretty much tough 19th century, right? Because we're in the 20th century now, trying to debunk the fact that they were telling us their aliens never exist. It's just a, it's just a, a um, what do you call that? Fiction, fictional or piece of our imagination that we're that we're just imagining. Now we have doctors telling us, like, yeah, we have reptilian DNA that we shall be given to you in form of medical treatment that well, will really so help what, stop. Go ahead, Janelle. Was it doctors, plural, or was it this doctor, Dr. That, Stella Emanuel? Dr. Emanuel. Okay. So she blew my mind. That When I heard that, I'm going to say this. Um, all right, guys. Not 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 to bring Kanye West up. You know when Kanye started talking about his Harriet Tubman and the I, first was recording? I thought we were done with Kanye. No, I'm not saying, but you know, you and the person was recording was like, uh, Harry Tubman didn't free, didn't free the slave, and we're like, okay, we gotta go. <laughs> That's how I felt when when that when she when she started bringing up the aliens. So I was like, uh, you know, um, not not to get out of context, black <laughs> folks don't really mess with alien stuff too much, right? You know, not not, not to get out of context, people. Black black folks don't uh, mess with aliens. Um, and you said demons? You start, <laughs> did I hear demon? Um, let me raise my hand. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you know, um, I have to say it like this again, guys. Black people are like being caught in cemetery at night, much less being taken something that has something with some demon involved in it. I was like, okay, then. Okay, guys. So if you didn't want me to take this, this, this vaccination before, you <laughs> definitely have my approval now. What's the allergy continue? All right. So, yeah, I mean, as you said, she spoke on um, uh, alien, you know, DNA. Um, She spoke on she actually said something along the lines of like the people in government are lizard people. Um, I'm just saying I want to meet some lizard people. I really do. (laughs) Might be friends. I don't know. Like at this point, they should just come out. Just look, look, guys. Here, here's our tape. You feel me? <laughs> you know, we're here. Um, but I think the, the to me, in my opinion, the most shocking thing that I saw. I mean, she has a whole YouTube dedicated to her sermons because apparently she's some kind of pastor or something. Um, and she gives a lot of her opinions on things like this, but one of the most shocking to me and the, the most, I mean, I would say just complete turnoff of her to me was when she said that 
gynecological problems like infertility and endometriosis and fibroids and cysts and whatever else that could go wrong with a you know woman reproductive system is caused by demon sperm it's caused by i guess remnants of demon sperm after you have sex with a demon in your sleep really um girl what really in your sleep wow so i kind of you know i was over it at that point like the minute that i read you know what she thought and i saw a snippet of her you know saying certain things i was like no 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 we're done with mr you know stella yeah. Stella. Yeah, gotta go um I am not I'm not huge on conspiracy theories. I do believe in aliens and I think I I've pretty much believed in aliens for a very long time. I remember <laughs> I used to talk to my aunt like you you know it it would be just ridiculous if in the vast universe that exists we were the only people that you know were out there. Like that's just ridiculous. I I I don't know. I didn't have any proof and it was the one conspiracy theory that I was, you know, happy to support and here we are. UFOs are here. <laughs> yeah, but you know, but you know, not, not to not to cut you. I do apologize for that. Um, when when she's talking about the experimental of of reptilian DNA being in, injected in, in towards our DNA, that's that that is a lot because alien, um, huh? Alien, not reptilian. Well, it's it's reptilian. It's alien reptilians. That that's what they are. The reptilians are aliens. Oh, that's what she said. Yes. Uh, I did not make it that far. Yeah. <laughs> You get what I'm saying? Because, and this is the reason why when, when not, not to bring up the whole conspiracy theories and the fact of aliens, because there's there's a bunch of different alien races that have been talked about over the past couple of generations, right? And that, that the reptilian um, alien forces of what we've considered, right, have been spoken before. So I guess that's where space troops of uh, space forces coming from, you know? If that, if that wasn't putting some, shed some light in that, I guess that's what we were fighting. But for her, for for the fact that they're talking about the government and 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 things of that nature, for one, what tests have we seen as as human beings, right? That we can say that we know, like if any alien DNA mixes with ours, what is going to be done? Like you say, you you've chosen three hundred and fifty um, patients. Now we're going to say this: when when someone smokes a cigarette, they don't die instantly. They don't die within a year. They don't die within two years. So we're not. We. I don't want to have to tumble the long-term effects of what happens from a lot of these medication. We. If there's one thing we've learned about medication and society, we can talk about hydroxycodone, which people are mostly addicted to nowadays. Which is, I guess, we're promoting more addiction. But let's not let's not take that out of context as well. But I'm not sure about the long-term effects of you giving me any form of alien DNA. I'm really not sure. I mean, it's bad enough we see we see we got six nine out here with six different color hairs. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? Next next <laughs> next thing you know, I'm growing fingers. But it, it, these are things that that this is the reason why I had we had to put this in context because because what what are the long term effects on us as human beings? Right? What you're talking about? Oh, you give it to an elderly person, and I'm gonna say this because I love my elders, but. 
when you tamper with an elder an elder immune system, you're not going to gain a lot from it because you're talking about something that's very has slowly been deteriorated already, right? And then you use babies. You're not going most babies not until they hit puberty, right? Is when you're going to see the fruitful of that medication. We can talk about athletes taking steroids and hormones, aka Carl Lewis, who was wearing braces. When he didn't really need to because his teeth was puffing out of his mouth when he was doing track and field back in the day. Now he looks completely different. But it's 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 the, it's a long-term effect of what it has. Right? We need to know that. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that we need to jump off the ball and, and do it, but you can't you can't give me something that you just cook up. I need I need a little bit more, guys. You feel me? I need you guys to say this. For one, this we're using this medication because this medication been using help cure the flu for 20 years. And we realize that, you know what? We can help stand. Like, give me some long-term research about, about how, how DNA works. Because how DNA flows, DNA entangles. It's not just one, 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 one DNA that's, that's just running through. It's a couple of different tangles that makes it happen. And I feel like they're not giving that to me personally as an individual from what I gained from an information they said. I feel like I understand completely where where this, you know, need for a cure and this need for something to, you know, magically exist to fix everything is coming from, obviously. I mean, people are desperate. People don't want their loved ones dying. People don't want to die themselves, right? That's right. So I get that. But this is why it was so dangerous for these people to put this video out flat out lie about certain things like i said because i mean they lied and said that everyone in the u.s has uh, um has gotten a ventilator when they needed it i mean that's uh, okay let me let me just let you know right now as someone whose literally entire family works in hospitals mm. that's, a, that's a flat that's a out they are literally having to send people home because there are not enough ventilators there are not enough space they're doing better they're doing a lot better at this point in time but there's not enough space in the hospitals to begin with they're sending people to other hospitals they're sending people home um you know new york alone showed us that people were not getting ventilators when they needed it okay yes. um people were dying at home and being sent home to die and even when they couldn't breathe and they needed a vent they would have to you know stay home the ambulance would flat out say hey like you, you got to stay home like there's no room for you i don't know what to tell you right so the fact that the video starts out within the first few minutes by saying you know they're making us scared for no reason and people are getting the vents that they need and um we don't need masks and okay okay there is a whole reason why my mother, who is a respiratory therapist, is at work for 12 hours a day wearing a gas mask on her face, okay? On top of a gas mask, there's a shield on top of her face, okay? Um, by the time she's done and she takes that gas mask off, there is a, a whole indentation in her skin that hurts her to the point where she feels like her skin is like about to melt off, okay? There's a reason for that. It's not just because we want to wear masks. It's not because the government wants us to wear masks. And, you know, I've, I've seen people talk about, oh, they want us to look like Muslims soon. And, like, I just, girl, boy, whoever you are, shut up. <laughs> I was like, I'm issuing the buy it from now. Exit stage left. Just buy. Just, just buy. <laughs> I don't care what gender you are. I don't care who the hell you are. Shut up. Um, 
it's just it really people are not understanding, you know, how serious this can actually get. And I think that people are making their own stories up by the things that they hear, which is just, again, so dangerous. But I mean, that's just life. You know, nobody knows what to believe. Nobody knows. And, I, and I've had conversations with people who still to this day think that the virus isn't real. I've had conversations to this day that think that, you know, th they're trying to trick us. And I just, you know, I, I sat there for a while and I was just like, you can't possibly like there's no possible way that you 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 could not know and not understand that this is real. But there are people out there who know nobody in the medical field. Mm -hmm. They don't know where to get their news from because, you know, you have things that are skewed on each side. So. I guess I have to understand that, you know, people don't really know and they're and they're uneducated and they're ignorant to the actual facts. But I'm just going to let you know, within a first, the first few minutes of this video, I could not watch anymore because, like I said, it was full of lies. Um, I didn't continue on. I saw a few clips. I saw what, you know, the video that was going around with Dr. Stella Emanuel. I saw another one with another um, white doctor. I don't know. I don't remember her name. Um, but I just, <laughs> it, 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 like I said, it was just mind blowing to me. Then you had the people who were complaining that, you know, this is freedom of speech and they should allow the video to be out there and they shouldn't be taking it down and it's censorship and whatever other, you know, arguments you want to make. I mean, at the end of the day, Facebook, Google, you know, YouTube, whatever companies were taking this video offline, they're entirely entitled to take the videos offline because they are in a free market. It's their private company that they can do whatever the hell they want to do with. Your right. And it's free. You ain't paying a dollar to use it. So and take that L. Exactly. But for the people who are more concerned with the fact that, okay, you know, the the actual hosting website took the website down and, you know, that's censorship and, you know, I don't understand why they would, you know, not want us to see this. Like, okay, here's the wake up call, guys. They don't want you to see it because they don't want people to kill themselves by mm -hmm. taking a drug that nobody knows anything about that mm -hmm. you know, how it will interact with this virus. Like... It's a matter of public safety. So for those people who are saying, oh, you know, it's, it's um, you know, freedom of speech and censorship. I mean, there, there are limitations and exceptions. As a lawyer, I will tell you to freedom of limitations and exceptions of other, um, you know, things in the, in the Constitution that you deem as your freedoms, right? Yeah. Um, those exceptions to freedom of speech is the general public safety. Um, and, you know, somebody said to me, well, you know, we, they don't really care about people and what they do because, um, you know, they've been letting people eat however they want to eat and, you know, smoke cigarettes. And, okay, it, there's a complete difference, complete difference between telling somebody over and over again that cigarettes are not good for you, that cigarettes will kill you, that cigarettes, you know, are made with all these toxins, that you could get lung cancer, your throat could, you know, get develop a hole in it, you could be talking from a damn microphone. There's a difference between giving people all of the side effects and all of the effects that could happen to you, the consequences eventually, to doing this, and then letting them have the freedom of choice. 
And but people still smoke cigarettes openly too. So and the difference here is that but I mean yeah, but there has been, you know, laws and rules against people doing it in certain establishments around other people, right? So they do try to tamper that. But my point is is that you are giving somebody the freedom of choice when it comes to stuff like that. But you cannot effectively give somebody the freedom of choice to take a drug that you, as the government and scientists and whoever else, know nothing about. You can't tell somebody, hey, yeah, you, you have the freedom of choice to take this, but then not know what they're, you know, not, not necessarily what they're ingesting, because we know what it is. It's used to treat other things, but how it will affect them. There's a difference between the two. Yeah. So when you talk about, you know, freedom of speech and, you know, they should leave the video up like, yeah, but there are actual people out there who are desperate and looking for a way to get out of coronavirus and to get out of quote unquote dying that will listen to this video that will take this and self-medicate and try and, you know, survive, even though there's no actual proof, according to studies, that this thing actually helps people. Um on the contrary, the studies are saying, you know, there's there's no actual um, sub substantive pro. They're, like this, this isn't helping any more than the the average regimen. But okay, um, so you know, I'm laughing because I I remember a couple months ago when um, the president was telling people that bleach would cure the coronavirus, and people was out taking bleach shots. But I'll let you continue. To be fair, he didn't actually say, you know, go take bleach shots. He didn't say go drink bleach. He didn't even really say, you know, go use bleach. What he said was, we need to develop something that we can use that is like bleach. And people ran with it. So <laughs> people <laughs> hearing A and then doing B and killing themselves. And now you want to question why people are trying to take this video down? Because there are actual stupid people out there who will be taking this and killing themselves. <laughs> but that was that was the whole point of that part because if if they heard if they misheard the bleach comment and started, what do you think this is gonna do? I mean, it happened when he when he promoted it in April, I think as well. People were taking it and killing themselves because they were self medicating. It wasn't just the bleach. It was this actual HCQ. People were killing themselves with it. So, you know, you have something that he's already toting as, you know, something that will prevent it. And then you have a bunch of doctors who are not using science, no evidence behind what they're saying to back up anything except that they did it. I don't even know. I mean, who do we really know that they actually treated these patients? No. Because even seen anybody come forward and say, yeah, I'm one of these patients that they saved my life. Um, when I looked up Dr. Stella Emanuel and, um, you know, went to her MD page and whatever else pages that she has, she literally had no reviews on her page until the night that the video popped up. I I'm, I'm just saying if I had a doctor that saved my life, I'd be the quickest person to be reviewing. Like her, she can save your life. Uh, but that's besides the point, because like I said, we don't actually know that this drug is saving anyone's life. It's it's like giving somebody sugar cubes along with actual medication and then, you know, saying, hey, it was all the sugar cubes. The sugar cubes is really what did it. Mm -hmm. no, one this. no one knows that it's, it's the HCQ that's doing anything. And like I said, there's actual studies and trials 
actual trials with human people that were done that show the opposite. There is no benefit more than the regular regimen. But, you know, you see how you said that? Because you think that the fact that they had so many doctors came out to say this is a narrative that they're proving, right? And they didn't have one patient come out that says, hey, guys, look, this is me. Like, I am saved. Like, can can we get to? Can, I'm, I'm gonna say this. You guys didn't even didn't even try to fool us hard. Like, you didn't even you didn't even Photoshop a couple pictures. You feel what I'm saying? Like, this was homie in the bed. This was week one, guys. This was after. You feel what I'm saying? The first, the ending of week one. This is when the quarantine process was over and the person was healing. Like, come on, we. I think if they if you to put some thought into it, a little bit of thought, just a small amount. HIPAA, right? They can't really do that unless they have, you know, permission. But all I'm saying is if I was a miracle case and I actually, you know, experienced a cure, I mean, <laughs> I would want to shoot, like, shouting it to people, like, you guys need to save yourselves too. Um, nobody knows. Nobody knows if it's this drug that is saving anyone. And that's the point behind all of this. It's just kind of ridiculous. I mean, there's so many people arguing about this video and it's like, for what purpose? Like, where is the proof? Where is the proof and where is the evidence? Like, where is the actual science? I mean, I, I guess that's what we're going to wait for in the next couple of months. <laughs> um, and hey, this, this entire, I mean, this entire video is not me saying that it doesn't work or it can't work or, you know, a po potential cocktail of HCQ plus other things can't work. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that there is no proof. There is no evidence that it does. So you cannot tote a cure with no proof. <laughs> Show me the proof. Because I'm not taking anything or putting anything in my body unless there's actual proof. Yeah, I'm happy you said because I'm telling you, coming from some coming from a manufacturing um aspect, mm -hmm. right? You have to run tests on the extreme level and engineers gonna let you know we need statistics we need stats we need okay we've ran how many how many this where was the failure where was this like what part what part in the medication that you guys developed like you guys said okay when we when 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 you know we're gonna say we realize that we uh, 200 milligram of hydrocholine would have been too much that we came down to this dosage right here because we've advocated this is the proper dosage where are those statistics? I'm not saying anything, but I want to know those things because these are the things that that all these scientific processes go through. This is the reason why, like when you when people go to the doctor and it's like, yo, oh, your doctor is prepping this medication. You feel me? And I would like to say, that I got to shout my mother-in-law out on this one. She's all about what medication they give you, right? Because coming from some medical incline, she's gonna be like, you know, well. You know, there's something else that works better than that. And then you will hear that, oh, doctor got to prescribe this because this is what they have to, they're told to prescribe to you. But you can get better. And then if you're really rich and you can afford this much, but they can't prescribe this to you because your insurance can't cover it. And you're like, oh, so I can't get the good stuff because I may be broke. Right? So you then that, then you start realizing like, yo, my, my thing is, is whose narrative is this benefiting? Because with the lack of research and the quick prompt to give this out, well, this is the question: Are is this going to be cost? Is insurance going to be covering this? Is it that is it like the flu shot? Where technically it's supposed to be free? It's like they, these are these are a lot of things that 
questions that has to get answered with these things. And I, and as you said, Janelle, I do personally 100% agree. I feel like it is way more research needs to get done. I feel like 365 to 300 patients or whatever the amount is. I need y'all need to y'all need to chill out for another like another like two three months. You can't and tell them, oh like it's everything is gone guys no because it can't come back again. Like I've watched X Men people have tried people have tried to cure mutations. <laughs> I'm just saying you know like I like people have tried like but I need we we need I need some long term statistics like I want you to say, when 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 the smallpox came out. Smallpox wasn't cured overnight. Like when you heard what the cure was, they technically had a cure in the beginning, but they had to make sure they see the process through first and before that, they can apply. That drove me crazy as well because so many people were like, they're trying to force the masks on us and they're trying to take away our freedoms and this is how it starts because later on they're going to make sure that we you know we can't go anywhere without wearing masks for the rest of our lives and you know just all this crap and I'm sitting here like I mean somebody said to me oh you know once this door is opened we can't take it back there you know it's always going to be like you you need to forever wear a mask and you need to you know we're forcing you to take this virus and and I mean, come on now, like, there's so many things, you know, at this point in time in America that they quote unquote, you know, require that just, I mean, you have so many anti-vaxxers out there. If vaccines are required at this point, why are they at home homeschooling their children because they refuse to get them viruses? Why? Mm-hmm. Why? Like, how, I don't, I don't understand the, the, all of the conspiracy theories behind this crap at this point. I mean, you cannot say that you can't dial it back or close the door again after it's open because they're going to make us wear masks forever. We've literally been through this already. We had an, a pandemic in the 1920s. Everyone was wearing masks at that point too. Everyone had, you know, the same issue where they did they couldn't go out without getting sick. And here we are, guys, like 100 years later. <laughs> And we're in this situation again. But guess what? You know, last year I wasn't wearing a mask. The year before that I wasn't wearing a mask. The year before, I mean, I, I've never worn a mask in my entire, like, you know, 30-something years of living. So how did the door get closed back then? Mm. How did we close it back after the 1920s? I don't get it. I don't understand. I mean, it's just so many conspiracy theories that make no sense whatsoever. Well, I would say this, you know, and then... When you look how many how many young people is making financial endeavors of selling masks and hand sanitizers, it's like the pharmaceutical company is like, hold up, like Walgreens is is looking at these people like, wait, wait, you know we sell that too, right? You don't have to buy from Jerome on Instagram. Listen, there are actual companies that sell masks that are starting to give them away because they just want people to be safe. It's not only about the profit. And I'm not saying that it usually isn't because God knows capitalism runs America. Oh, you best believe that. Get that. That's your fight right now. But at the end of the day, like, this is really about public health and safety. I mean... Me, I mean, I have a completely different outlook on things than than other people because I'm affected in a different way. I am immunocompromised. So this is not something where I can just kind of be lax about it and I can just be like, it's not a big deal. And, you know, like I've had my, you know, different situation from the very beginning. I mean, 
I, 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 I miss my friends. I miss outside guys. Like, <laughs> I just, I miss the world. <laughs> I saw, I saw the rain fall, and you were like, "Yo, you know what? I'm gonna take this rain bath. Let me just jump out in the rain and enjoy that." I'm not even joking. I was like sitting in the house, finishing up a case, and just decided like it's raining. I'm about to go like dance in the rain right now. Like, I miss human interaction. I miss like human anything at this point but at the end of the day i'm not going to put myself and to put other people at risk including the rest of my household i mean just for some you know interaction and 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 refusing to wear masks i, I mean i know people who have had covid who have been positive who have had symptoms who have you know maybe gotten over the symptoms within a few days and then went out and had themselves a grand time with a group of people for a holiday where none of them were wearing masks. Mm -hmm. Days after he was having fever and having, you know, symptoms. So to me, it's like I see the worst of this and I see, you know, the things that are happening that I feel like other people aren't seeing because people think like it's not a big deal for me to just hang out with two of my friends. It's not about the numbers, guys. It's not. Like, it doesn't matter whether it's one of you, two of you, three of you. Like, none of that matters unless you know for a fact that these people do not have... I mean, it's, it's like AIDS. Like, mm-hmm. like, how are you just going to be, like, messing with people and, like, not know their status? How? Because they're your friend? <laughs> yeah, I would say this. If people was like, you know what? I had to take a deeper look into that situation first. Before, <laughs> like... This is straight too far with it, but uh, Janelle, um, I think this is why this thing is so crazy. Um, in the thought of what people are doing and what people are are not doing, and I would say this: you see, if if government will grab a hold and stick with one narrative, and I'm not saying because I'm not saying wear a mask, don't wear a mask, right? But the as a whole, the system has to get has to has to get one way and stand. And I don't want not to take away from what the American community is trying to do, because as we say, capitalism is what um, dictates what happens. And because small, small business and medium class and medium businesses are are failing during this pandemic, even though everybody who got their relief on is by Lamborghini, not calling no one's name. You can go look him up. He should see my world star some former shape today while, while he should be using his relief fund. But in the in the sentiment of of what it is people's lives should matter more than than anything else right because you can't have us as just one country keep getting it wrong when every other country is getting it right when i want you to not to say this because i can't speak of what i've heard but from what i've seen and i'm i'm gonna take you can take me take me out of context with this one because i may be getting it from the fake news where they try to post all the other countries where the coronavirus is just subsiding, right? Like, you know, as they hit the plateau, all the countries who are really, really locked down. And I'm going to use my little country as Jamaica, right? Because they, according to what I've heard, Jamaica has done very awesome with the coronavirus because everybody's taking the social distancing very seriously. First and foremost, Jamaican people don't like people too much in their space. Only when they're in the dance, dance hall scenery, that's when they, they, they like those endeavors. And... They've taken the staying at home thing very, very seriously. You know, I, I was watching some fests from my couch, which I actually enjoyed for a little bit. But 
don't know, Sumfest is a virtual, oh, well, was a virtual concert this year. Usually it is a concert where um, it's a three-night concert in Jamaica that features local artists, features international artists. Um, it goes for hours on end. I think it's, I think it starts like eight o'clock or something like that yeah. and goes to like four or five in the morning More. every yes. Um, that was virtual this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and not to say that there's like a lot of countries is, is taking, I mean, very, very wonderful precautions in trying to entertain, give people what they need and help keep them in their house and be safe. Right. And I feel like a lot of the, a lot can be done the same way. Right. I would, I would like to ask people like, I want you to think about it like this. If you know, if you know, like there's a germs that's outside that can kill you, right? And there's a possibility you can get it and spread it. Why would you want to do that? Just try to save it. Just try to save yourself and save everybody else. I mean, and and I would say, granted that, I mean, they say at first Corona wasn't serious. Now Corona is serious. For the fact that they came put a, a question mark on Corona because we're not at a full stop. We're not at an exclamation mark. And we're really definitely still not at the question because we don't even know where we're going, right? So it's like the it's like the conversation is still being written on what's been going on, and we need to figure this out. Like, we have to we have to take this thing serious. And yes, capitalism, as I said before, has to get made. But in this moment, guys, I think what the, what we've been challenged with is how to make capital in different ways, right? You know, shout out to all the OnlyFans people. Them, you know, I guess they've made their way. They say that. Um, people who does who does stocks trading, um, currency trading, have made um, a lot of financial endeavors. People who are coding, you know. So I would say this: Do you know what? You know, for everybody who learned how to fish, if you can't go fishing, you may you may as well learn how to cook. Take this opportunity and see where where your creativity may lie. Yo, you may find that you may gain something different out of this matter. You know what I mean? Like general general was, was talking earlier. She was saying to me like, "Yo, like, do you like reading books?" Right. If you don't have an, a hobby or something that that you have, yo, create one. You'd be surprised. Am, as bad as it's on Amazon, it's still delivering. You can buy some buy some little glue sticks and stuff and, and make something in your house. But guys, I feel like there's so much ways that we can we can make this happen and we can get through this together. But we have to, we have to take some precaution. We have to. If we don't take a precaution, we're just putting people at risk. Our entire issue right now is lack of leadership, and it's just, it's sad at this point. Uh, I mean, you have, um, you know, the administration saying that uh, one thing is the case when it's really another thing. That you have them, you know, going back and forth. You have a president who decided that masks weren't necessary until, like, what is it, five months into the pandemic at this point? Four months into the pandemic? I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like, no one really knows what to do and when to do it because there's no leadership. There's no, you know, one person or, you know, group of people that we can look to to say, okay, this is really what's happening. Um I mean, I, I saw that he was trying to, you know, justify opening schools by saying that other countries have opened schools um, and they're doing okay. But other countries also have not just gotten over the virus, but controlled the virus as well. So you're, you're comparing us to countries who have reopened their schools like Korea, who, I mean... 
a lot of the Asian countries did a, a phenomenal job at controlling the virus from the very beginning. Um, they were, you know, sanitizing everything. People were wearing masks, no qualms, no questions. People were, um, you know, I have a, a, someone on my Twitter timeline from Jamaica. She lives in Vietnam and they were almost militant with it. They, you know, went into people's houses to make sure that they were quarantining, to make sure that, you know, they stayed home, to make sure that they weren't sick. They tested them. They took temperatures. I mean, and they got over it so quickly and went right back to normal life. And he's comparing these countries opening their schools back to us, the walking school. Hmm. It's, it's crazy how we went from like nowhere on the map to like we're the, we're the leader in coronavirus. Oh. Well, like, you know what they say in America, if you're not, if you're not last, you got to be first. So <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, so, you know, it's like, so I guess we just, we chop this up, right? I'm tired. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of him. I'm tired of coronavirus. I'm tired of conspiracy theories. I'm tired of Dr. Emmanuel and her demon sperm. I'm just tired. Uh, all right. So, you know, I guess, I guess I would like to take some stuff out of context for a little bit. Um, Megan Thee Stallion did do her little post. Um, she addressed some things. And I would like to say... That's the reason why I want to take it out of context because I have yet to hear Torlene speak. But, but, and I'm using the but there very gently, guys. Megan's um, friend who was in the car, because from what I come to understand, and this is the reason why we're still speculating, I'm not sure the number. I've heard there was only three people in the car. From what I came to understand. I don't know either. Right, um, we did speak about. I mean, Drea stint. I mean, Drea apologized. Fifty Cent apologized after Meg's Meg's um, little video. What I did get from Meg's video is that, um, first and foremost, guys, I want to say this: I don't promote no form of domestic violence, um, male nor female. You know what I mean? I, as a married man, I would like to say this: Yes. There are times that you and your significant other will have this agreement. And there are times the octaves, or, you know, if you want to get a little bit black with it, you be shouting at each other, right? Gets risen. And I feel like sometimes, yes, sometimes your point technically doesn't have to get across that way, but it can get across. But the instant anybody has to get physically armed, and she did confirm that she did get shot. So that's no longer a speculation, right? Um, in both of her feet. In, in both of her feet. I want to make sure I got that clear. And I would like to say this. I've never been shot. Um, I don't want to get shot. So I would say this for anybody who who would who've been to a situation where they felt their life has been threatened. And from what I come to understand, and this is a speculation, guys. That's why I'm taking it out of context. The shots were fired inside of the car. I'm not sure. I do know that bullets ricocheted. Um, so a lot could have happened in that one moment. You know, it could have been more than just her feet. It could have, it could have pierced her feet and ricocheted up and, and went through her head. So I'm saying by the grace of God, because I believe in the Lord, that that didn't happen to her. So I want to say, um, first and foremost, with that situation, like, I wish Meg the best of recovery. Um, but I think that in this moment, we should take light. Because me and Jalon had a conversation earlier. And it was about domestic issues. 
right? And I guess as men, and I would like to say Allen men, I am I've seen domestic domestic abuse in so many different forms or shape. I grew up around I grew up around it. This is the reason why I am not domestic tomorrow as my wife. Because I've been around a lot of wonderful women that I feel like don't deserve it. Some and I and it's gonna sound bad for me to say this. You know, sometimes I've been around some people that you decide that you should be like, yo, I wish you that someone would slap you, but on the retrospect of it, no one deserved to get physically armed. So I want to make sure that that we don't promote that. But in, on that on that stance, I mean, please, guys, take a look. I want you to realize that your money doesn't doesn't take you away from being bodily armed. We saw this with Rihanna and Chris Brown, right? So it don't matter how rich you are, or where your status is, or where you're partying at, right? That you're not really you're not completely immune to some of the smaller things in life. You know what I mean? So be, be, be careful with that. And I mean, I can't say it because I, I, at first I would like to say there's speculation that Meg and Tori were together. And I want to use the word speculations because there's no confirmation on that. And she did speak on, you know I mean? People that she, she thought people who got her back that, you know I mean? She realized they didn't really have your back. And I would like to say this guys, take this opportunity to evaluate some of the people that who are around you short term and long term. You know what I mean? Just so just so you can put them in context. You know what I mean? Before they get taken out of context. Because sometimes when things get taken out of context, it really doesn't come back. But I want to make sure I said that I we, we shed some light in. And I would like to say this. And um, I'm going to speak from a man's standpoint. And um, like Tori Lanes, but Tori, if if you really ditch, and I'm going to use the word if, if that really happened, um, you guys, everybody need to get some fixture. Um, I would say this for, for anybody for Meg, make sure you guys have your team. You know what I mean? Celebrities, you get you pay security guards to be around you 24-7 for a reason to protect you. So please make sure you take the right things seriously. And I would say the same, same thing for I can't speak for the friend, but for the two high profile artists in the car, you have people who are supposed to be around you to make sure none of this things that is are prevented. Um, so please, please go around take your preventive measures. You know what I mean? Eminem said it. I got undercover cops that will legally pop you. So if you need if anybody needs to shoot anybody, you can go on it properly. But um I wish Meg the best. And you know, I just wanted to tell you I heard that um Rihanna dropped Drea from her Fenty ambassador. Yeah, I heard Drea got dropped and I guess Rihanna sent Meg like a little care package of uh, Savage Fenty. Which was nice. Um, still kind of feel bad for Drea because I really definitely don't feel like she. Um, I mean, like I feel like she said something stupid that she technically um, is okay with, but like the rest of the world is not okay with, and you yeah. know, it's what it is. But I will say that I found it interesting, to say the least, that. There are so many people that was so willing to make jokes about the fact that this woman, this 20-something-year-old woman, got shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, my was apologizing, saying, you know, I didn't know that you really got shot. I mean, I, I like, what? Okay, so, you, I mean, we all saw the video of her bleeding down her foot. Like, I, I don't, like... What did you think? Like, did you think that she just, I, I don't know, got, like, beat up or something? Like, what was funny to you? Like, what was the joke? Um, you had Just Hilarious that made a skit about 
you know, what would have happened if, uh, if, you know, she really did get shot and how it would have went down with both of her feet and, um, you know, talking about Tori. So I will say that the reason that we're saying, quote unquote, speculation is because yeah. no one has actually confirmed that Tori Lanes was the shooter. Um, yeah. We have Tori Lanes, you know, being arrested. We have him bailing out. We have, um, you know, I think there was a police report on it, but like, Tori hasn't come forward to say anything. And Meg went live and did not say Tori Lanes shot me in my feet. Correct. That's correct. So I don't want to say, you know, it was him. I don't want to. I mean, I don't I don't know. I don't, I don't know what happened. We're all speculating. I mean, it very much looks like the logical conclusion is that Tori Lanes was the one that shot her. Which <laughs> why to me, it's just like I just no words. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a petition going around um, asking for his deportation, which I find interesting. I mean, like, if he actually did do this, he's not getting deported right now. He's going to prison. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you really mean? <laughs> um, deportation comes way later. Like, he needs to go to prison. Um, and I mean, I, I don't even really think that deportation to Canada is, like, so huge. Like, is that is that worse than prison? I, I don't know. Like, we're going to drive him back to the border where he makes all his money. Like, there you go, guys. I mean, I don't know. People are ridiculous. But, you know, everybody's up in arms over the situation and they want some kind of justice. I mean, it'll come. It'll come. He got arrested the same day, unlike Breonna Taylor's murderers. Oh. Or murderers. But, you know. Yeah. Um, the, they were very the, quick with that one. You know, the, the, the system will work eventually. Um... Because, you know, it is a black man. But um, I'm just saying, I just think it's interesting that people were so willing to joke about this woman's um, harm. And I would personally not like to be um, a part of the the social media that I hate that just kind of runs with... Um, you know, joking and um, gossip. And uh-huh. so that's the reason that we're not, you know, outwardly saying like, hey, Tori did this. Yes, Tori exactly. with his five foot three self. Um, but yeah, I just, it, it, it was interesting on, on a few layers to me how that happened. Yes, it was. Um, on her live, she also did break it down that, you know, she was pretty emotional because... She was uh, giving people her energy, um, trying to fill a, a void, basically, to fill a hole that, you know, uh, her, the death of her mother made. Um, it's just, it's sad all the way around. Every, every part of this is sad. And, and I think that the part that gets me the most, like I said, is that people are really looking at this, like I said, 25-year-old, I mean, little girl, at, at essentially. That's like That's she, correct. She's a, she's a 25-year-old little girl who made it into this industry and is basically navigating it on her own after her mother died. And she is shot, and people laugh, and people joke, and it's just mind-blowing to me. Well, the system is heartless, you know, you know that. Is I always say this: people, people are, are are ready to celebrate your downfall, right, or your demise, and very and very hesitant to praise your success. 
You know what I mean? It's like, yo, before, and I guarantee, before before Meg got a hit, they had listened to her song two or three times. But in the retrospect of it, you know, you know what I mean? It's like, yo, the instant something bad happened, they wanted to glorify it. It's like, this is the reason, this is the type of society where we're in, where bad things get celebrated and good things get gets unseen. I mean, I guess that's that's what that's one of the reasons why we're going through what we're going through right now without inequality. Because when everybody try to do something great or try to make a change, we find so much ways to suppress it, and then find ways to highlight or or show their evilness. Because if you go back to even um, Jagged Hoover targeting Martin Luther King, right? He's he tried extensively to put out smear information against Martin Luther King especially to his wife, to deteriorate his character. You know what I mean? So it, 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 it just comes to, sh- come to show, like, these are, the, these are the things that people need to, need to stay away from and stop highlighting. Like, you know what? What we need to highlight is that Meg's alive. Meg's, Meg's, Meg is going to be able to, to move on. You feel what I'm saying? Like, and stop dwelling on the fact that, yo, something bad happened to her. Like, I know she don't want to keep talking about it. If I got shot, as bad as it sounds, you know, I mean, I'm not 50 Cent. You know, what I mean, I didn't got shot nine times. I want to make a, I want to make an album. So, you know what I mean. But I, I really don't, I really don't see as, and based on how she sound, this is, it's not a, it's not a glor, a glorified moment for her. This is a very traumatizing thing she's, she went through. And I would say this for any woman who's been through any form of domestic situation, for a lady to get shot, right, is traumatizing. And domestic doesn't mean from a male. Domestic goes both ways. Not once, but twice. Twice. Once, but twice. Like, it's just, I don't know, the entire situation is just insane. And I will say that, you know, as much as people like to celebrate the downfalls, I do feel like this situation would not have went this way had it been someone else. Had we been hearing that Kylie was the one that got shot, I feel like the whole world would have been concerned and not cracking jokes. Oh, oh what? The Jenners? Exactly. So to me, it's just it, it's specific to her, which which it's concerning to me. And not only I mean, I'm, I, I don't want to necessarily call it a race thing because you have 50 Cent, who's moronic behind I was actually shot as well. Mm-hmm. And he was joking about it. You had just hilarious joking about it, like, uh, you know, a, a, another black woman as well. But I just feel like there comes certain situations in society where people are less likely to just joke it off and dismiss it. And I just wonder why the difference would have been, you know, joke about Meg the Stallion being shot twice. <laughs> and, oh my God, Kylie Jenner is hurt. How is she doing? What's going on? Has anyone hurt? You, you get what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, but I would like to say this because because of the situation, we really cannot put it in context. So we just gotta just leave it outside of the context. Yeah, I'm I'm really eager to hear somebody speak. I mean, I'm sure that Tori has you know lawyers at this point, so I'm not anticipating him making a statement, um, especially if he is actually guilty or. Um, yeah, I mean, if he's guilty, I don't anticipate him saying anything. His lawyers will probably not, you know, allow him to. Um, 
And or if if there's a conversation, we may find it in a documentary, because I guess we didn't. I guess people didn't understand. Chris Brown finally got some got some some light shine on his shadow for all the years that he took the hit about him as Rihanna thing with his documentary. People's like, Chris, we try to feel some some sort of sorrow for you. So I, I guess only only time will tell. But I, and situation like this, guys, is an onion. You know, it's never the first layer that dictates what's going on. It's not until you peel and get to the bottom of it. You just realize that sometimes it's just two people in the wrong place at the wrong time that creates the wrong the wrong situation. And I guess guess that, that that's what we're we will figure out later, just like how we figure out how Chris and Rihanna thing really happened. Um now Janelle, is there anything else you would like to put in context today before we wrap it up? I don't think so. I think we've done enough talking. I think this week has been exhausting with this damn video and Dr. Aileen and Dean. <laughs> um, everyone on the internet is going insane. And I personally tried to make sure that actual facts and logic is always out there. Um, so I just, you know, we had to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think we're done. All right, so guys, I, I would like to say this. Well, there's always um, a lot of things we can talk about, but until the world keeps getting crazy, so we can keep putting things back in context. So have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, and then we see you next week in another episode of Just Context. Peace. Bye, guys. Bye, bye.